This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Classic streams. Transcontinental Flight 17 to Municipal Tower. Flight 17 to Municipal Tower. Over. Police instruction. Check and see if you have male passenger occupying seat 24. Passenger occupying seat 24 wanted by police. Repeat. Over. I'll take it, Tom. Better hop out and check with the stewardess. Okay. Pilot Wallace, Flight 17. Be right back, Joe. We're checking the occupants. Miss Cambridge. Miss Cambridge, can I see a minute? Be right back. Hi, Tom. Now, if it's about dinner tonight, you could oh, wait. Come on in here, Betty. After you. Oh, thank you. Okay, Joe, what's the score? Police want us to hold the plane at the north end of the runway until uh, till we take off with one of these passengers. Which one? Say, who's in C-24, Betty? C-24? Yeah. Well, let me see my list. Awfully good-looking young fella. Oh, yeah. Name is John J. Jones. I'm kind of interested in him. Oh, you are, are you? Well, that's very nice, but so are the police. And he's not John J. Jones, my deluded damsel. The police know him as Boston Blackie. And now, on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. Chicago police have been very slow, haven't they, Rollins? Yes, Inspector Faraday, they sure have. Well, there's a plane now, Inspector. Yeah. And Blackie's got to be on it. We know he was on the plane when it left Detroit, and it hasn't made any stops. Yeah, Rollins, but Blackie's likely to get out of anything, any time. I remember once I had him in two sets of handcuffs. The next minute... No handcuffs. No Blackie. Chances are I couldn't have made a charge stick anyhow. I've never been able to tie anything on him in six years. You'll be able to arrest him now, won't you, Inspector? You're sure Blackie's the man, Miss Moraine? Why, of course I'm sure. I I was with my grandfather when he was robbed. The thief wore no mask, and I recognized Boston Blackie. Uh-huh. I'm sure it was Blackie. But why do you keep asking me if I'm sure? Well, I just wanted to be certain, that's all. I've been waiting to get a witness against him to make a positive identification for a long time. Oh, here she is. Do you think you'd have the money with him? I can't wait until I get my hands on it. There's a lot of money in this world, Miss Moray. What I can't wait to get my hands on is Boston Blackie. Go ahead in, Miss Moray. Uh, I've been keeping Blackie in my hotel room until our plane leaves for New York. But I couldn't get anything out of him. You talk to him yourself. Go ahead. Rollins is in there guarding him. I'll be right here outside the door. 
All right, Inspector Faraday. Blackie always was a soft touch for a girl. Here's hoping you get something out of him. Inspector, you'll never know how important it is to me that I do. Hello. He won't say a word, miss. Just sits there like he did all the time the inspector was questioning him. Well, I'll try. Uh, Blackie. Uh, Boston Blackie. Would you talk to me? About business or pleasure? Maybe a little of both. Sergeant Rowland, could Blackie and I go over in the corner and talk? Sure. I don't know why not. I'll stroll over to the window. Blackie gives you any trouble? Just let me know. Well, Blackie, will you talk to me now, please? Sure. I've been waiting for a chance like this to have a little chat with you, Miss Moray. You identified me as the man who stole $10,000 from your grandfather. Yes, I did. You know you never saw me before in your life, Miss Moray. Oh, I wish I had. Then I wouldn't be in such desperate trouble now. You're in trouble. You had me enlisted because you're in trouble. What do you want, company? Oh, please, let me explain. From what I've heard of you, Blackie, you're the only man living who can help me. But I had no idea of where or how I could reach you. So you made up the story of my stealing your grandfather's money. Yes. Yes, I did. I knew the police could trace your movements where I couldn't, and I knew you could get away with them from Inspector Faraday once I'd seen you. Well, uh, thanks for the confidence. What do you want me to do? I want you to recover a diamond that was stolen from me. Uh-uh. <laughs> You've got the wrong boy, lady. If the diamond was stolen from you, let the police get it back. They're in that business. But that diamond, Blackie, the rest of my life depends on it. I must have it back by tomorrow night. Please, please help me. With these handcuffs on and two policemen guarding me, I couldn't be of very much help to anybody. But those handcuffs... Haven't I heard that you can get out of them whenever you want to? Yes. But I've got to want to first. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm more than sorry. I, I'm miserable. I, I just knew I had to reach you, and I guess I've messed everything up. No, I'll never... Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Miss Murray. We'll figure a way out. Here, wipe your eyes with this handkerchief. Thank you. Oh, your hand. You got it out of the handcuff. Now let me have your bad time story. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I can laugh. Please, just open your mouth, close your eyes, and think of Inspector Faraday. Never fails. <laughs> Come on, Miss Murray. Tell me the whole story before Rollins gets restless. Well, you see, I'm engaged to George Atwater. We're to be married soon, and yesterday he brought me something to look at. The Rockwell Diamond. The Rockwell? Mm-hmm. That's worth a fortune. Well, George's father has millions, but he doesn't like me. Hey, Miss Murray, you all right over there? Oh, uh, yes, officer, thank you. I, I won't be a minute now. Blackie, the diamond belonged to George's father. And George brought it over to show me, and then he was suddenly taken ill. I thought it was safer if he left it with me, and he agreed. And sometime during the night, it must have been stolen from my apartment. I get it. If you don't produce the Rockwell, you're in a spot. Mm-hmm. Well, when do you have to have it, Miss Marie? Tomorrow night. George gets back from a trip then, and he'll want it. And old Blackie, I... Tomorrow night, huh? Doesn't mm -hmm. give me much time to work, but I'll try. Call Rollins over here. All right, but why? Don't ask questions. Get him over here. All right. Uh, officer? Yeah? Would you come here a minute, please? Sure, miss. Glad to. Did Blackie tell you anything? No, but I've got something to tell you, Rollins. Yeah? What's that? This. <coughs> Oh, you shouldn't have done that, Blackie. You shouldn't have hit the officer. There's a line I expected to hear. Now, listen. 
I'm going out that window and down the fire escape. As soon as I get moving, you scream for Faraday. All right. Tell him what happened. Mm-hmm. And I socked Rollins, gagged you, and put these handcuffs on you. I understand. You finally worked this handkerchief from around your mouth and screamed. Got that? Yeah. And Blackie, please remember that getting back that diamond means my marriage and my whole life's happiness. Okay. If I get the diamond back, get married. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if instead of Boston Blackie, from now on I'm known as Chicago Cupid. piece of ice like the Rockwell Diamond is lifted, somebody's got to know something about it. Blackie, I, I've been out all night on that case. Honest, nobody knows nothing. The only thing I could pick up was that a fella named that water owns it, and none of the boys had touched it. Except Duke Walton. Why, it's as hot as a pistol. But the Duke, he's been bragging that he'll have it one of these days. Yeah, where can I find him? I don't know. Hey, look, Blackie, why don't you lay off, huh? Shorty, I promised to get that diamond back. Chartered a plane out of Chicago last night after breaking out of that hotel room. Young Atwater isn't due back in town till tonight, so I still have a little time, thank goodness. I'm going to waste some of that time on a visit to the Atwater house. Well, ain't you uh, a little out of your class up there, Blackie? You know, they got an awful lot of dodos, Atwater. You know something, Shorty? What? After the way that Moray girl smiled at me in Chicago, I kind of feel like a million dollars myself. Be a bad boy and watch me find out for myself. 
That'll do it. I'll try to handle now. Well, made it. My compliments. Save them. Let's take a look in this jewelry box. Hmm. So the Rockwell diamond wasn't in the safe, huh? Well, what's this, then? Well, that... That's the Rockwell. I meant to leave it at Miss Moray's apartment, but I changed my mind. Open up this door! Come on, open it up. Ferdy. I'm like the daughter, Dad. One of the police. Open up. Ferdy, Mr. Plumbacker, Jody, watch the trail me here. You don't mind if I close this safe door to you, Mr. Jones? I want you to be caught with that diamond still in your hands. This seems to be my day for unexpected Keep away from that door, Atwater. You don't scare me. I'm going to open it. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going right out this window. Hey, quick. He's got the Rockwell diamond. He went out the window just now. He must still be in the garden. I've got two men out there, but maybe I can spot him from here. Blanky. Blanky, stop. And he's got the Rockwell diamond. At last, Boston Blanky caught red-handed. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Now back to Boston Blackie. Because she had to find Blackie to help her recover the stolen Rockwell diamond, Lee Moray, George Atwater's fiance, had Faraday arrest Blackie. But Blackie escaped, returned to New York, and started the search for the stolen stone. He located it in, of all places, George Atwater's safe. Just then, however, Faraday appeared. Blackie made an effort to escape, but captured. As we return to our story, Faraday has Blackie in jail. Well, how do you like ourselves, Blackie? Air conditioning between the bars and everything. Uh, comfortable enough for you? Sure, this one's wonderful, Faraday. I wish you'd try sleeping on that mattress they have in here. <laughs> I gave up in the middle of the night and slept on the stone floor. It was yeah. softer. Hey, Faraday, how about a couple of pillows? Oh, poor Blackie. Too bad I didn't hear you. I've suddenly gotten very deaf. Isn't that awful? You've suddenly gotten very deaf, and you've always been very dumb. Very funny, Blackie. Yes, I know. New gag writer. Yeah, last one have to go back to kindergarten? Yes, they told me how much all the other children miss you since you stopped going, Faraday. Uh, skip it, Blackie. Where's the Rockwell diamond? Rockwell diamond? What's that? Listen, Blackie, you had that diamond in your hand when we broke in. Atwater saw it there. Now, where is it now? You listen, Faraday. You're going to have to let me out of here in a couple of hours. You haven't got a thing to hold me here. No? Breaking into the Atwater house? I broke out of the house, not into it. See if that's a crime, Inspector. You opened the safe in the library and stole the Rockwell diamond. How about that? You sure I did? Did that safe look forced? Did you find the diamond on me? No, no, and no. But, Blanky, I'm telling you this man to man. We've got a case against you. But young Atwater screaming about his diamond. Says you had it one minute, we grabbed you the next minute, so it can't be missing. Only it is. All right. You tell us where you hit it, and I'll get him to drop all charges. Now, how's that, Blackie? I don't know. You must have it fast. Now, look. Give me your word of honor to bring it back to me today, and I'll let you out. 
Your word's always been good with me, Blanky. Now, come on. Well, don't you want to get out of jail? I don't know now. Kind of a nice jail, you know. Air conditioning between the bars. Blanky, be a good guy, huh? Okay, Charlie. As a favor to you, I'll come out. And uh, you'll have your diamond back two hours after I leave here. But I'm not to be bothered during that time by the cops, understand? Bothered? You'll be protected. Thanks a million, Blackie. That's all right, Faraday. I'll get plenty of satisfaction every time I remember you begging me to get out of jail. He ever stole it from your apartment. What? Atwater says he took it with him when he left you the other night. Oh, that's impossible. He didn't. Why, I know he didn't. I even looked at it after he left. Hmm. Murray, will you meet me by the shrubbery alongside the library window at the Atwater house in exactly half an hour? All right. But what are we going to do? We're going to rob a safe, Miss Murray, with police protection. your message, but why did you call me here after I... I don't care about that. You have to expect it to be hot for a while. And look, remember this. I'm with you in that crooked roulette wheel of yours. Yes, yes, if I hear of anybody who wants to buy it, I'll let you know. Goodbye. I think I understand everything now, Miss Murray. But I've got to find the man Atwater just called. But how can you? He didn't mention any name. No, but I counted the clicks as he was dialing that number. If my ears haven't let me down, I can call that number, too. Anyhow, I'm going to try. You think that man has a Rockwell diamond? Yes, I think so. But you don't have to worry about it from now on. You won't be blamed because it was missing from your apartment. But, Blackie, you're an F now, aren't you? Kind of. I promised Faraday he'd have his diamond back in two hours. And I can't keep that promise. I can't keep my word, but I guarantee whoever has that diamond won't keep that either. Faraday won't listen to me, Shorty. He's got every cop in town looking for me. I've got to work 
takes the fast now. Well, Chief Blackie, if there's anything I can do... Hold it, Shirley. Yeah. I'm trying that number George Atwater called. Hello? Hello. Atwater told me to call you. I'd like to trade in for some you got. That what it says, Mad Okay, I'm in a rooming house. 632 West 100th Street. First door on the right as you come in. Get here fast and we'll talk business. Okay. Goodbye. What, Blackie? I don't know. It was a little too easy. Come on, Shorty. We're going up there and get Faraday's diamond, unless his dragnet gets me first. Down the doorway. Okay. What is this, Shorty? It's a prowl car. Just coming this way. Gee, I, I never saw so many cops as we passed on the way up here. Never mind, Shorty. Stay flat out against this door until it's time for what I told you to do. Yeah, okay, Blackie. Blackie, who really stole the Rockwell diamond, huh? Nobody stole it, Shorty. Atwater left the stone at Lee Moray's apartment and then returned later that night and lifted it so that Miss Moray could report it stolen to the police. Oh. But, boss... Why did Atwater want the dame to report the diamond stolen? So he wouldn't be involved. Oh. This guy I called up, the one who lives in this building, had something on Atwater and wanted the diamond at his price for clamming up. Atwater had to get it for him, see? Yeah. You mean he stashed it in his own safe until he could reach it and turn it over to him. Only you took it out of his safe before he could do it. But when you slipped it back in, he grabbed it first. Right. I thought it was pretty cute when I put the diamond back in the safe, but that water must have seen me. Well, wish me luck, Shorty. And don't forget what I told you to do. Okay, boss. So long. Yeah, who is it? I caught you a little while ago. Open that. Okay. Duke Walton. Put that gun down, Duke. You and I can make a deal. You think so? Blackie, you're not as cute as you thought. I called Atwater back and found your call was a phony. Too bad. Too bad for you. I've got to get rid of you. Wait a minute, Duke. There's something I'm going to wait a couple of minutes, Blackie. Some friends of mine are coming over with a car to take you for a little ride. Now sit on that chair and put your arms behind your back. Go on. I ain't the patient type. Okay, Duke. <laughs> How's that? That's better. I'm going to tie you up nice and pretty. Hey, Duke. Duke, look under the door. That's smoke. Where? Yeah, that's right. Well, that makes things even easier. This joint's a fire trap. I'll scram out of here and leave you tied up. Fire! Fire! The whole building's on fire! Get out of there! That does it. So long, Blackie. Me and the Rockwell Diamond are getting out of here nice and safe, which is more than I can say for you. Wait a minute, Duke. I've got a proposition. Sure, but i got a date. I'm going to lock you in here. How you do? What are you going to use for a key? Take a look at that door. It's locked. Right now. Where'd that key go? I've got it, Duke, right here. I locked the door and removed the key when I had my back to the door after you got the drop on me. Well, give it to me. We'll both be burned to death. Sure, Duke. Here it is. Catch. Don't throw it. Ah, now where'd it go? Down here someplace. I heard it. And I'll help you look. And look what I found. <coughs> Why, you missed me, sucker. I'll get you for this black. Hey! You're breaking my wrist. Drop that gun. Okay. Okay, now it's a diamond. Never mind a diamond, Blackie. The fire. We'll both be trapped in here. There's no fire, sucker. 
My pal Shorty burned some papers in the hall and pounded on the door. What? Now, give her that diamond. You have it on you. You said you were leaving with it. I ain't got it, Blackie. When I find your phone call was the plan, I give it to a guy to hold for me. You're lying, Duke. I'm going to search you. Turn around with your back to me and keep your hands in the air. Okay, but I tell you I ain't got it on me. We'll see. Cute, Duke. Got to see my baby picture. I'll bet. Listen, you heel, I... Heel? Hmm, that reminds me. It's the one place I didn't look. Take off your shoes, Duke. Come on, take them off. Okay, you win, Blackie. The ice is in my right shoe. There's a slide in the heel. The diamond's inside. That's being sensible, Duke. I'll just take the diamond out of the little slot and at the same time pull myself and Inspector Faraday out of a great... Big hole. Well, Faraday, this must be a bargain day. You've got your diamond, and I've got you thanking me for solving another case. What have I got to thank you for, Blanky? Miss Moray had come to me with a problem in the first place. You'd still be in the first place wondering how to get from there to the second place. All right, so you found the diamond. I admit that. Will you be happy? Oh, I've been happy for two hours, Faraday. Yeah? Why? Two hours ago, Mary Wesley phoned to say that she was back in town. I'm taking her to dinner. Well, why not invite me, too? You, Faraday? Well, you don't need any dinner. You kept saying I was guilty in the Lee Murray case. And I made you eat those words. Extremes. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. Classic Streams.